All right, back to our regularly scheduled programming for Alabama football. DJ and I are joking around earlier this week. We're back. We're talking about a win. We're talking about a good Alabama football win over a talented Ole Miss team. Alabama getting the 30-24 to win against the Ole Miss Rebels this past Saturday on the road in Oxford. Um, I think I'm partially still defrosting from this game because it was cold. It was cold in Mississippi, and I was unprepared for it. Uh, My fingers felt like they were going to freeze off. But Alabama getting a win nonetheless. DJ, just jump right into it. What did you see from Alabama that you were most impressed with against the Rebels on Saturday? You know, it seemed like it seemed like the it seemed like the kids were actually having fun. They were actually having a good time out there playing. Yes. And that's that's other football right there. You know, they they were out there communicating, talking talking to each other. Uh, offense was playing really 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 good so did the defense they all they all stepped up i mean i enjoy what i see even though i was on the edge of edge of my season i'm pretty sure you were out there <laughs> yes you know, so, so <laughs> to me. You know, uh, but i they they had fun out there i think i think they were actually enjoying being out there i think so too you know and when we were talking with jordan battle after the game you know someone was like listen man like we're in another situation where like it's coming down to the final seconds. It's coming down to defense making a stop. And he's just like, man, like that's that's what I, I wouldn't want to be in other, any other situation. And I'm like, well, again, my blood pressure, my, my heart palpitations <laughs> disagree. But I'm with you. You know, they're competitors. They like to compete. And like you said, they like to have fun. And for the most part, that's what it looked like they were doing on Saturday. You know, they it wasn't a perfect game by any means, um, but it, it was a game where, you know, they had fun. They played for all four quarters, which, you know, Jordan was saying to us as well. He's like that, like, we felt like we got, we played closer to the Alabama standard against the Ole Miss Rebels. We played for all four quarters. We competed for all four quarters. You know, we went down, but we were never out. Um, and we were able to come back and we were able to compete the entire football game. And like that is the Alabama standard, you know, and you've said it time and time again. It's it is all for four quarters, you know, and oftentimes mm-hmm. we've seen this season with Alabama football. It's being decided in the fourth quarter. Uh, so that's almost, you know, when you need to step up the most um and jordan feels like they did that um nick saban feels like they did that we um we're just talking about it afterwards and you know my my biggest thing that i think i was just most happy with was the the defense finally making those big plays when they needed to you know because we talked about it all season long the defense hasn't had a terrible season But, you know, against Tennessee, against LSU, they weren't able to stop Hendon Hooker and Jaden Daniels when they needed to. Um, They could have good games, but those explosive, those big plays, those game-changing moments, something just happened and it's like everyone forgot how to make a tackle or everyone forgot how to read coverage or something like that. And then in the second half, specifically against Ole Miss, you know, they're putting up really solid three and outs. They're getting like one of my guy friends, he left um, 
and went back into the workroom for something. And he comes back after some like dominant three and out by Alabama defense. And he was like, I leave for five seconds and Alabama is looking like the Chicago bears defense from like 85. He's like, what is happening? He's like, what is going on? Like, where did this, where did this come from? Kind of a thing. But you know, the, to get the stop at the very end to hold Jackson dart and the Ole Miss offense out of the end zone uh right. huge props to the defense i know they were super pumped up about that super happy about that that they can they can show that they can hold um an offense out of the end zone if they need to so super happy with that performance um and my guy will Reichard, he he seems to be back he seems to be back on track and huge props to him, you know, for those two field goals that he made in the second half. Cause if he's, if he's not making that second one, then Don't. all Miss has to do is kick a field goal and we're going to overtime. And I was not, I could not deal with that on Saturday. Not at all. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. That was, yes. he had a good, he had a good game. He was, he was, he was solid, real, real solid. But no, you're right. He definitely that could have really, really changed the ball game. But oh, I mean, boy. he came through. He came through. Okay. Kickers, kickers. Some people will think kickers are kickers are, 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 are like uh, where is that? Some kind of wish they were eliminated kickers. But man, he came through, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure he he worked pretty hard at practice to make those field goals from a yes. longer distances. Yeah, exactly, and especially because again, like, because we're yeah, we're sitting there and you know we're thinking that maybe this could be the end, and then Jackson Dart throws it like a bomb downfield and they're so easily just in field goal range on their final possession. And we were like, yeah, I mean, you know, if he doesn't make that, then we're in, we're in for a much different scenario, but then you're putting him in that situation that they've got to go for it on fourth and 16. And the defense obviously felt like um, that they could make that stop and they were able to. Um, So super happy with how all of that uh panned out especially for the defense being able to make that stop again my my heart rate not necessarily (laughs) not necessarily pleased with it and then you know I thought we had we had a pretty good head start on getting Mm -hmm. the Saban Kiffin handshake after the game and then they decided to do it I'm pretty sure on like the 15 on the opposite side of the field they were not at midfield and I had to run all the way to the other side of the field and I was not happy because it was cold and uh, my heart rate had not died down just yet but nonetheless (laughs) that nonetheless good result for sure um uh interesting Saturday in Oxford I you know, was asked, I was on another Believe radio show on my way there, and he said, hey, so, you know, you've seen SEC games. What's What kind of level of hostility is Alabama going into, going to Ole Miss? And I said, I was like, I, I could be proven wrong, but I think that they've already dealt with worse, you know, going to Tennessee and LSU so far this season. Um, right. And I was not – proven wrong in my opinion uh Ole Miss I was not like super impressed with their fans like in the stadium you know one of my yeah it was just like so I I did not say this because I got I got a little nervous I got a little my heart beating a little fast but one of the other reporters she said you know when I went to the Tennessee game it felt like Tennessee could win that football game 
I never mm. felt like Ole Miss could win this football game. Like just based off the atmosphere, it didn't right. feel like they were expecting to win this football game. Um, some of the students were saying some real nasty stuff, but I won't get into that. Um, but like other than kind of <laughs> just like so other than like some of the kids in like the front row of the student section, I was like, yeah, like I'm just like not really. I'm not really feeling it, which obviously, you know, I prefer, you know, covering Alabama and everything. Um, but always a fun time when we get to see Lane Kiffin and Nick Saban go head to head. That never disappoints. And I think I think Ole Miss, they played a good game. You know, they they brought a good mm-hmm. game plan, obviously, to go up against a talented Alabama team. Um I was going to say I was impressed with Jackson Dart. I was imp- their running back was really impressive um, on Saturday. Um, so yeah, I was impressed with what they brought and everything. But I kind of you know was saying, and I feel like I've said this in a couple games. I think I probably said it before LSU. You know, if the defense can play well, I don't know if the Ole Miss offense could continue to you know put up the numbers that they were doing and that kind of stuff. And I feel like maybe that snuck up to them a little bit, but I mean, even at the end of the game, Ole Miss's offense was playing well, but I was impressed with, with them and what they were able to do on Saturday as well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I watched those guys. They were, they were undefeated, right? Feeded, like I was saying like a little bit earlier before they played about, you know, before they played, played uh, LSU. And I said, that Ole Miss team is not, it's not a bad, uh, not a bad ball club. Mm-hmm. And, and they would, and they can run the ball. As a man, in that game, they were running that ball. Yes. And I'm just like, yeah, this Ole Miss team is a little bit – I mean, they're going to be better. I mean, probably like a year from now, they're going to be a whole lot better. But Alabama stepped up to the plate. They stopped the mm-hmm. run eventually. Uh, I mean, they, they you're right, Ole Miss offense is pretty nice. Honestly, they were doing a lot, a lot of RPOs. I was watching the game, a lot of RPOs. Kind of like how Alabama does, same thing, the RPOs. And um, we scored on one of those RPOs mm-hmm. into the end zone with a post route. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice though, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I think that Ole Miss offense. I mean, it, it was a little worse because I know I know Alabama. We all always have had trouble with a little bit of scram- trouble a little bit with scrambling quarterbacks. I mean, that, I don't know what it is. I've seen mm-hmm. it when I played, you know, but they still they still go to the plate. They they played a real good solid football defense, mm-hmm. and um, I was a little worried for a little bit. But you know, you know, one of our, our guys is over there, so. Um, former former Alabama um, receiver, the receiving coach over there at Ole Miss is actually uh, Kevin Rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played Alabama. I, I I was talking to him a little bit during the week. He said, "Man, we, we don't play hard now. You, you know we're gonna go bring it." I said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna see." You know, but um, you know, kudos to him. You know, I, I I can tell he really worked with those receivers over there at Ole Miss. They they look really good over there. And our exactly. defense, you know, that uh, I think our, our, our DBs they actually did a great job. They they did a real a, a real good job uh, about containing those guys um, and making making re- really good tackles. Um, watching it, watching the game, I mean, I was a little bit on my little toes a little bit, you know, seeing Bryce Young scramble a little bit on offense. You know, he he made a play. I mean, he made a play. Mm-hmm. He made a guy miss. Well, I want to say miss. He didn't make a miss. He kind of made he kind of froze a little bit. Shot a shot a dart to the corner, the, the right corner of the end zone. Uh huh. You know, that was really big right there. Yeah, that touchdown was huge for sure. And that, and it actually ran the ball 
actually ran the ball this time. What really a concept. Good. And not, mm. however, so not solely Jameer Gibbs. I know, you know, we've been we've been putting Jameer kind of on a pedestal. Um, but all right. season long, anything I've seen from Jace McClellan, I've been impressed with. And so I was right. happy to see him, you know, kind of kind of step up when Jameer maybe wasn't having his best game. But yeah, what what a concept. It's almost it's almost like We've been saying all season to run the ball. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it, it is. And they ran the ball, ran the ball for a total of 84 yards of total offense. They, they did they did a real good job of, of running the ball, which gave them a little, little bit more balance on offense, which I, I would love to see more of that run game. I, I mean, I'm an offensive lineman. Of course, I want to see the run game. Yes. Of course, they want to, they want to throw it. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, you got to feed all guys in the backfield. They're doing their job. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love to I would love to see more of that. But I mean, overall overall offensively, I think they did a good job. I mean, we we had one mishap, we had one fumble that happened. Um, but I mean, yeah. you know, things that things happen. That that's part of ball. You you have to have a little bit of amnesia. Forget about <laughs> it. It never happened. Yes. And you know, those I think I think that those guys on offense play a great game. And I love the way they came together and actually did that. They, they were having fun. You know, you see them out there high five, jumping on the sideline, coaches fired up. You know, I mean, you you, you love to see that. You, you love to see the joy that, that they have for the game. Yes. I want to say definitely the – I feel like with – and we've kind of been saying it already, but with the run game, it's like I think that – with kind of who they've got right now and how they've been playing. It's like, I need y'all to, I want to see more of the run game and I want to stick to the run game a little bit to get you down the field, maybe to march down the field a little bit. Cause we've talked about maybe, you know, a little bit of, of disconnect between Bryce and the receivers or just, you know, mm-hmm. not having the guys that they've had in recent years. And I think I saw mm-hmm. something on Twitter the other day where, and I think, I think it was something that Saban said, but I just saw it quickly. But it's like, you know, we, we can't always do what what has been successful recently, you know, just because we saw an incredible connection between Mac Jones and Devontae Smith does not mean right. that we got that right now. Uh, so, you know, mm-hmm. I think as much as, you know, Ja'Cory Brooks, Jermaine Burton, even Cameron Latu and those guys, as, as many big plays, and uh, game-changing plays that they've had, it's typically not, you know, Bryce launching a 60-yard bomb down the field and then making some incredible catch. It's typically, you know, them catching touchdowns, but ones that are naturally already in the red zone, not, you know, these Mm -hmm. these crazy things that we've seen, you know, from Hendon Hooker to Jalen Hyatt and that kind of stuff in the Tennessee game where he's just letting it rip and he is just wide open downfield. So, you know, using that run game to get them down the field and then uh, the touchdown that you mentioned, the Jaquari Brooks touchdown, you know, in the corner of the end zone. That wasn't a that wasn't a long throw by any means, but it was a really right. great play by Bryce. It was great by mm-hmm. Corey. Um, it happened right in front of me. Um, so you know, I was seeing that coming right right into my living room, pretty much with the ref kind of in front of me, but it's fine. Um, I'm gonna say if you saw someone in the end zone with like bright pink pants before that touchdown, that was me. So I, uh, you know, that was me. Keep an eye out. Um, but definitely, you know, plays like that, or even the, you know, the other touchdowns earlier in the game. Of course, great plays, but all of them in the red zone um, and not making those insane 
throws that we've seen either from past Alabama quarterbacks or current guys uh, that are Mm -hmm. playing right now. So yeah, use that run game to your advantage, march down the field, get down the field and everything, and then have Bryce Young do what Bryce Young can do best. Um, right. and be in that situation. But yeah, I think it, it did seem like they were having fun. And I don't, you know, for, they probably didn't realize this by the time that they were like warming up and that kind of stuff. But, you know, when we went into this game, um, LSU was going to the SEC championship. And that's something that, you know, Alabama is not going to play for an SEC championship this year, uh, which is something that we're not necessarily used to seeing by any means. Mm-hmm. And I know those guys are bummed out about that. That's a that's a standard and an expectation that they have. So I don't and so I don't think that they knew this necessarily because I don't know if they knew the result of the LSU game, but it's like I don't know if it's just having some sort of weight lifted off of them, you know. Well, I think it was I think it was Jordan that we were talking to, but one of the guys we were talking to afterwards, you know, he said, he's like, you know, like, I mean, it sucks. Like we can't compete for a championship, but like, we still have a whole lot of other goals that we can, that we can reach and that we can achieve. And, you know, even though uh, playing for an SEC or a national championship is that Alabama standard and that Alabama is what these guys expect they still have a lot to be proud of and they still have a lot to play for. Um, And so I don't know if it was partially them just kind of having that weight lifted off their shoulders or maybe on the contrary, a little bit more weight. And they're like, we cannot lose this game. (laughs) Like It's like we we lost the Tennessee LSU game. We didn't want to do either one of those, but like we cannot lose this game so maybe it was a little maybe a little bit of both but it seemed like they were having fun seemed like they were having a good time and i was i was happy to see it for sure me me too as i I watch me i mean i know how that feels to take those take losses like that i mean i mean y'all you always bounce back so i mean and that's what it came down to and and no guys no guys love football they they know they they're playing they're still playing for pride they're playing for Mm -hmm. names on the back of their jersey you know that's that's a legacy i mean how about it's about how you're gonna finish your whole season off Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're still going to have a chance to, to, to play to play in the game eventually, you know, mm-hmm. still. I mean, but, I mean, they still got a, a, a good little, a little, little bit of football love. I mean, I mean, it's about how you finish. As, as my coach always say, don't judge me. Don't don't judge me early. Judge me later. Mm-hmm. And, 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 these, and these guys, I mean, I, I wish they were playing. You know, I really do. I wish they had that same intensity they had this, these couple games. But, you know, I mean, to give, the, give them props to, to, what, to what, what, what they've done now from – that Tennessee game to that LSU game, I mean, they that's that's called growth. I mean, mm-hmm. they they they've grown as a defense, they've grown as an offense. The guys are stepping up. Um, there are lesser penalty penalties, and, and you mm-hmm. and you can tell how these guys been been watching the film. I yeah. mean, it, the film study shows. I mean, they're they're on it. You know, um, I couldn't I couldn't have top my house, top my helmet all better to, to to those guys. You know, as long as they keep playing, playing like that, I mean, I mean, the sky, the sky's the limit for it. I mean, as long as they can get a get them shut on this game, I mean, I think that that'll be a goal for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Offense score more points. You know, mm-hmm. work on things that work on things that can make your offense better for the following year. That's why that's what I would say. Definitely. And now, you know, gearing up for their next matchup of the season, they'll be back home to wrap up the regular season. They've got Austin P coming up on Saturday, and then Alabama will host the Iron Bowl two Saturdays from now. Um, I know that, 
you know, when people see Alabama Austin P on the schedule, it's not necessarily the game that jumps out to anybody and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, pretty much everyone goes into this game no, knowing and expecting Alabama to win. But I know that Saban will harp on it. I mean, till he is blue in the face. Um, and I'm sure it's something that you probably still have ingrained in your mind. You know, they they don't they don't care who the opponent is, you know, they're going to, they're going to prepare differently based on that team. And they're going to plan for that team differently than they would for Ole Miss and that kind of stuff or Tennessee or whoever. But these guys, you know, they're they're going out there to play a football game and they're not necessarily going to, you know, take their foot off the gas just because it's not an SEC opponent or not, you know, one of these big name schools and that kind of stuff. What does, you know, what does a week like this uh, before the Iron Bowl, you know, kind of the one of the smaller games of the season, what does this look like for these guys as far as preparation? Yeah, I mean, you, you're going to play every game like it's a big game, regardless of, you know, who, who you're playing. You know, uh, a, little, a little side note, I remember when I was getting recruited to Alabama, remember um, watching guys play like tech. Mm-hmm. 2005 when they got there, they lost that game. Uh-huh. A, lot, a, lot, a lot of people don't probably remember that, but they had lost that game. I watched it, and Coach Saban, he was he, he was pretty pissed off about that because mm-hmm. they shouldn't have lost to a team like that. I mean, you, like I tell guys, you can get beat any day, any day. Now, now, now I'm not saying they're gonna lose to them, but still, you prepare mm-hmm. like it, it's a big game. You, you don't take it for granted. Stick on how to have film study. Stick on prepare like. You're playing in in a championship game, and that's how and, that, and that's how you should take every single week week that you're playing, preparing, learning your opponents, studying studying their formations, learning what they do on defense, study the blitz the, the blitz packages, study studying how to pick up their blitzes. You know that's what that, that that's what great players do, and that's how you stand out in a game. That, that's how that's how you, that's how you get drafted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. I mean, every game counts with it. Counts yep. with the guys that are seniors and juniors. I mean, they they're, they're playing for something. Mm-hmm. Playing for their families. They're playing for. The kids that are looking up to him. So I mean, every game matters to me. Yeah, I mean, that's how I, I would take it. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have that same mindset. Prepare like it's, it's your last game. Absolutely. I think you saying that just made me remember what we were all saying. Uh, and to I know we've already shouted out, you know, the defense from the Ole Miss game, but our boy, big boy Byron Young on Saturday had an incredible game, and we were saying, you know. From that, at the end of the game, we said, you know, Alabama might not win a national championship, but Byron Young can get drafted. Like, and that, and that's what he came out and showed today. And just like any of these guys, you know, like we were saying, maybe they're not playing for a conference title, but there's still a lot to play for. And for those guys who are going to be draft eligible, yeah, they want to come out and they want to, you know, the defensive guys, they want to smack somebody into the ground. and They want to, you know, prove that, they should be drafted and that kind of stuff. So 100% just taking it, taking the mindset like that. Um, And even if you're not going to be drafted this year, you know, again, no one in the Alabama football program likes to lose ever. Uh, So you're going to, you know, be going into it and saying, Hey, I got to win this game. Like, I don't care who it is. um, I've got to win this game. And so I'm sure we're going to see the guys bring their best on Saturday against this Austin P team, who is a, it's a good football team. I want to say they have played um, both the, both of the local colleges that I cover or two of the local colleges that I cover mm-hmm. here in North Alabama. They have played both Alabama A&M and UNA uh, this season. Um, the Alabama A&M game, they held Alabama A&M to just a field goal. Um, and, and that's an offense that's typically 
pretty impressive. Uh, you know, they got a close win against North Alabama. Um, and I know, mm-hmm. again, they're not on the same, they're not on the same caliber as Alabama, but what I've seen from this Austin beat team, when I've, when I have seen highlights of either those games or other games that they've had, they're an impressive football team. And, you know, they're going to, they're going to be like that law tech team in 2005. They're going to come into Brian Denny and they're going to, they're going to play their best game because whether you're in the SEC or not, you know, we always say Alabama gets everybody's best game because everybody wants to play and compete and potentially beat the Alabama Crimson Tide. So they are going to come in there with nothing to lose. That's what I always look at, you know, the, how people refer to as the cupcake games, you know, these guys, they are coming in there. Like they are technically expected to lose this game. They are going to lay it all out on the line. You know, they are just it's their final game of the regular season. Um, you know, they're going to come in there ready to ready to potentially play their best game of the season uh, because that's what you want to do against Alabama. Um, and I think, you know, they look at it from a perspective of their competitors as well. You want to, when you're a competitor, when you're a good competitor, you want to play the best. So for this Austin B team going up against the University of Alabama, that is doing exactly that. So, I mean, they're just going to come into Bryant-Denny and just, be ready to play a competitive football game. And so I think they're a good team. Um, and I'm sure Saban and the guys are going to prepare well for them this week. Yeah, that's what that's what I hope. I hope they do. I mean, that's, a, that's the only thing you can do. I mean, like, like I tell guys, you, you never take a game for granted. I mean, it could be your last game. You, you just don't know anything can happen. Mm-hmm. There's always a next man up, up mentality. So I'm pretty sure you're gonna see a lot, a lot of guys that don't that have not played this, this season or are backing up. They're gonna be playing playing in that game as well. That's it's time to get your younger players to go in there and go play too. So I mean, I I'm looking forward to it. I I I really do look forward to the young guys getting getting some playing time. Even though I'm probably gonna blow them out by 45, but you know, <laughs> I, just, I, I, I just want them to play hard. I mean, you, you, play, yes. you play for you play, they plan for it for each other. I think I think mm-hmm. that that's the main thing. And then this this other team that that is coming in. You know they're they're playing they're playing with something too. I mean I mean it doesn't matter what school you go to. You still get drafted. So I mean they're all playing with something. Yep. I mean yeah you you're playing for your team. You playing like I said again. You playing for your team. You playing for your coach. You playing for your family. And you know that's that's what matters. I mean yeah yeah mm-hmm. you're playing to, to to do your job. That's, that's what it comes down to. Absolutely, just excited. You know an 11 a.m. kickoff. Everyone's favorite. Mm. Oh God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm about to sleep right now. Is, does that take you to the PTSD? <laughs> does that give you a little bit of a little bit of war flashbacks? To, what time oh, do you guys have to like get up? What time do you guys have to be ready for an 11 a.m. kick? She usually go by 7:30, 8 o'clock, 7:30. Up out of That's bed, not terrible, out. I guess. Not terrible. It could be what? worse. It's worse. Oh I, my god! All I'm saying is, I was waking up at that time just to drink before the game. So like, I like. Everyone is waking up early. The 11 a.m. kicks have got to go. I don't know what to do with them, but they have got to go. <laughs> I, I mean, usually, you, I mean, usually you're up around 6 30, but I mean, you got, you got pregame meal, you got to do that. Right. Usually, usually, you do your little walk around the whole hotel. Coach, I don't know if Coach Saber still does that, but we used oh, to do a little walk, walk around a little Brian Getting Hotel. Oh my gosh. I bet he walk. does. I bet he does. I'm pretty sure he still does it, but man, that was a walk right there. I think that. <laughs> Gosh, I just when I was there for the um, Mississippi State game, we stayed at Hotel Capstone, but we were only there Saturday night. So you know, we checked in Saturday, 
And I, we were like checking in and I went to the bathroom to change into my outfit and that kind of stuff. And I came out and Will Anderson was just like standing there in the hallway. And I was just like, I forgot that you guys were going to be here. It's <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> like, how you doing? Wow. And he's just like chilling in his like sweatpants or whatever, just like hanging out. And the person I was with, he was just like, you know, I know I'm wrong for saying this, but he didn't, he didn't seem as big as he normally does. Like just standing there in the hotel. I was like, well, I mean, he doesn't have pads on and that kind of stuff. And he was like, no, no, yep. no. Like, I mean, I could not take him. I'm, I'm throwing that out there right now. Like he is still <laughs> massive, but like you hear like, oh, Will Anderson. And you, you think you're going to see him in person. And he's just going to be this like monster of a human being. And he's like, no, I mean, he just looked like a, a normal in shape fit guy. And I was just like, yeah, yep. but. You don't want to be on the other side of a football from him. I guarantee you that much. Oh, <laughs> uh, I bet you don't. Definitely, definitely not. I definitely said not. we were talking about this the other day, and I we were talking about something that like we wish we could experience, you know, like just just to know what it's like. And that's I said, I was like, listen, if I could be guaranteed no permanent injury or soreness or whatever, if I could just take one hit from like Will Anderson or any of these, you know, SEC defensive guys, just to know what it's like. Because I say all the time, I'm like, you know, if I see Bryce Young get sacked or if I see, you know, Henry Tomatoa take Jackson Dart down, I'm like, that's going to hurt in the morning. And I know that it is, but like, I just, just once <laughs> want to know what it's like. But again, no injury and I do not want to be in severe pain. But just once I want to know what that's like. But they would probably kill me. More than likely, I say I need to be like fully bubble wrapped. I need to be fully padded down so I do not get hurt. Yeah, but I just think you want to do that. I know, I, I know, I, I know, I actually don't, but just once so I can like understand. But they, I would probably have to sign like like waivers or something to get that to happen because they'd be like, oh no, they're like, I'm not doing that. Or like she's yeah, let, let me know how that goes when you find out, though. I will. <laughs> I will. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say, they'd be like, you are out of your mind. <laughs> I'd be like, I, I realize, again, in a world that I can guarantee no injury. So it can't actually happen because I can't guarantee that. But just mm. once, just to know what it's like. God. No, I, I, I pray for you. Thank you. I pray. I pray for the the Austin P guys that are gonna have to deal with it on Saturday. That that is that is who I pray for this upcoming week. Because you know, I I always say I don't want to be on the other side of the ball from an Alabama team that's coming off a loss. So I did not want to be that Ole Miss team. But I I don't ever want to be you know the people that are going up against uh, the Byron Youngs and the the Henrys and the Wills and all of all of them um so I, I pray for the austin p kids that are coming in on saturday do we think that you know on the topic of the defense do we think this is the game we get that shutout? do we think that you know they're playing they're playing for they're playing for something they're playing for themselves they're playing for all that do we think this is when we can get the shutout from the defense i think i think i think you definitely can get, can get a shutout. Mm -hmm. I mean, as long as they're as long as they're on the film study, I think they should they should have no issue, no problem. Now, not not to say now, now don't ever on on estimate your opponent. I, I always say it, never on estimate your opponent. They all got trick plays. They are, and sometimes they work. They get lucky. 
Mm-hmm. Every team get lucky, get get lucky, get lucky to score. But hopefully they don't cross the crease. It's my opinion, you know. But but um, I will say is I said just be prepared. I mean, I, if they get shut out, great. Mm-hmm. I hope they do get a shut out. But I'm always preparing for my opponent. You, if you're not afraid of your opponent, I mean, you've been, you been through pocket. Mm-hmm. I always, I always be humble until you get until you get on that on that field, and you, at the end of that, you just take off. Yep, I love it. I'm gonna go. I want to say a shut up, but then I feel like I like jinx it or something like that. If I oh do. lord, I know, I know. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go score. I'm gonna go forty nine to seven. I think. Maybe you know, maybe maybe they they pull out they pull out a trick play or something. You know, you you never know. You never know what is gonna happen. So I will go forty nine seven, Alabama over Austin P. What are you feeling? Uh, I'm gonna go. I was a bet, man. I'll say maybe like forty to three. Okay, I like that. What what is the spread in this game? I don't even know. I have no idea. I was gonna say I have no idea. idea. Actually, I know. I have no idea. Well, I, I mean, if they air that ball out, it's gonna be high. Uh, let's find it out really quick, shall we? Everyone can learn this with us together. Um, where is it? Where is it? Why is this not easy to find? Why is it like every other time? Mine is forty and a half. Told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds sounds about right. Forty and a half. I. That's wild. <laughs> that is. Oh, oh. And it's not like I like haven't seen that before. But that's, that's okay. Well, then yeah, I think like so. You said forty to three, and then forty nine seven. Yeah. Okay. Should be yeah. interesting. Alabama forty and a half. <laughs> Point favorites over Austin P. That is something. That that is something for those Austin P. kids to hear. Just to just to know that you're going in there and the other team is favored by 40 points. Like, I mean, if you can just keep Alabama from covering, that that in itself is something to be impressed by. Oh no, there's a lot. There's a lot of Vegas bets going on this weekend. Oh no. <laughs> God, I'm sure. Well, we will obviously have to wait and see on Saturday. Kickoff at 11 a.m. Bright and early down at Bryant-Denny. I think it's going to be freezing cold, so that sucks. I will not be there, so that's okay with me. Uh, I will be freezing at the Alabama A&M football game. So (laughs) an 11 a.m. kick, everyone's favorite once again. God, so we will uh, recap the Austin P game next week and get ready for the Iron Bowl, one of the biggest rivalries in the country. Ooh. I would say DJ is already excited about it. He's already ready to talk about the Iron Bowl. But Alabama's got to get through Austin P first. Again, 11 a.m. kick on Saturday, and we will talk about it next week. So big roll tide ahead of the Austin P game. Roll tide. Roll tide. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.